Hello, I am Michelle Dickey, your host for CHA's Truth Seeker Podcast on the YouTube channel Narcissism and Cognitive Dissonance. We are going to dive into this episode number four, Seeing Beyond the Physical. How the enemy plays those mind games. Because once we get to that point in the spiritual awakening and God's reality where we realize that that's all he's got. Mind games. That's it. So we're going to break it down. I've talked about this in many videos and elsewhere, but we're going to bring it all jam-packed right here into this podcast episode for you all, truth seekers. Here we go. All right. And by the way, uh, I know there's some people who say that you can listen to or watch these podcast episodes in a particular order. Well, that's not necessarily true for this podcast because of the simple fact that all points tie into one another, and they also branch out from other videos that are on the channel as well. So, it just depends on what you're interested in learning about, or what you know about, but you'd like to get a different perspective, or a new perspective, or you might all be interested in learning about it. And so, that's what it's all about, alright, is, is to help y'all, those, those of y'all, <laughs> you know, you know about the Matrix, you know about the Illusions, you know about the World Stage, you know what I'm talking about, okay? So, well, we're seeing beyond the physical, okay? Because, yes, we know when we get that balance between the spiritual and the physical, but we see beyond it, okay? And I have mentioned it briefly in a previous episode. I believe it was number two, number one or number two. But anyhow, uh, when I talk about how we see things in the spiritual, you know, I use the shopping cart analogy. You know, like, all you need is a... a um, a small cart, but the all available happens to be big cart. That's it. That's one of the many ways that the enemy plays mind game. Tries to trick people into playing themselves. So you get a bigger, bigger buggy means more can go in there, right? Ah, right. Tricking people into that was yeah, getting more than what they need, right? So that's just one of many ways that the enemy plays mind games in the spiritual. Okay. Yes. Yeah, if we we start to see this stuff. Okay, and then also, right, how we start to see that, okay, you know, one wants to, oh yeah, one wants, they want to charge a cancellation fee for a service that was charging a monthly fee in the first place. Yeah, that's not going to fly. Nice try with that mind game, but oh yeah, the righteous of old is the line. We push back. We push back, because that's like, really? Again. <laughs> we're not playing. We're not playing. We're like, nah, see, you, you, that, that, that's just, yeah, y'all know that's not right. And so I was like, okay, but that's just another way, you know, and then we're, we're mindful, okay, of those subliminal messages. Think about this, you all. You know, we are in a spiritual battle for the mind, right? Okay. So anytime you come across some false fear-mongering narrative, right, and they use keywords that are designed to induce fear. Okay, that is how the enemy plays mind games, also in the spiritual. Because if you internalize those types of words, okay, and the list is long. But you'll know what I'm talking about because you'll sense it. You know, you can sense that negative energy behind it. 
You can sense the, what that's what they're trying to do. And I'll share it with you all. Okay? At the very beginning of a particular, you know what? Scam. Okay? I sensed it. You know, through some narcs. They're trying to project their fear. And so that gives us a pretty good idea of the amount of fear that they are living in. And then not only that, it was through a particular, uh, let's just say, station or network, if you will, that was broadcasting that fear stuff, okay, all that fear-mongering stuff, pushing it out, and then it was working on them. But my spiritual radar went up, and I knew automatically, and I know I'm not alone. A lot of y'all, right, yes, a lot of y'all that are aware of this, you know what I'm talking about. Right? I sensed something was wrong. Something was off about the whole thing. And that's when God led me down the rabbit hole. Yes. Okay, that's when God led me down the rabbit hole. And I learned what God needed me to see. And so that's why we take some of that stuff and make the real world connection to the spiritual realm on the Patreon channel. Okay? Just another level up in the healing and spiritual growth of what CHA is all about. For those who don't know, CHA is an acronym for Consulting for Heightened Awareness. Okay? And so, it just keeps it simple. But we are, you know, just like sitting here going, wow. And it was easy for us to start unlearning a lot of that worldly garbage once we learned of the truth. Because it all clicked. And it made sense as to why we were feeling this. It almost felt like a shift, and it was. But we were like, okay, wait, it's not sitting right on the spirit. What's going on? And then some people have described it as it felt like a setup. Well, yeah, was. Right? All to pull people out of one matrix and suck them into another. Okay, As you will hear more about on the Patreon channel. To pull them out of one and suck them into another. And unfortunately... You know, we have some fellow survivors that got tricked. And we just have to sit back and be patient. Let God deliver them out from under that. Let, let God reveal it to them that they got sucked into another matrix. And trauma bonded to it. And so they'll have to overcome that with God. Okay? And so we witnessed it. Because that's how it has to happen, y'all. We're big on that. Because that's how, that's how the enemy needs it to happen. He needs to get people trauma-bonded to the world so that they're easier to get trauma-bonded to one of his flying monkey narcissistic abusers. And see, that's, yeah, I mean, that's how it has to be for him. Because if he doesn't get us trauma-bonded to the world, then trying to trauma-bond us to one of his uh, flying monkey narcissistic abusers is not going to work. So that's what I'm saying. We, God... Turns it back around in the upright position. How this break that trauma bond to the individual. On the individual level first. Once we're able to do that. We start cutting ties. On the societal level. Breaking the trauma bond to the world. Okay. In many areas. Alright. Because we realize that we have the power and authority to make choices. Alright. We just want to make sure we're making the right one going forward now. And we have to learn. You know. We still have to learn along the way. Absolutely, God knows this. But God could teach us. Okay? He continues to teach us new things all the time. And so we learned this. We're like, okay, but the enemy needs to keep people trauma bonded to one of those matrices to conform to this world. Because, again, once they conform to this world, then the renewing of the mind won't take place. The enemy knows that. 
Right? In order for us to get that renewing of the mind to be transformed, okay, by that renewing of the mind, in order for that to happen, we cannot be conformed to this world. Because being conformed to the world is, is trauma bonded to it, but at the same time, conforming to the world okay, basically keeps them disconnected in mind, body, and spirit. And so they keep resisting Jesus. And by resisting Jesus, what happened? That's right. They remain spiritually dead. And so that's why we can see them walking around out here on the planet like zombies. Mind-numbed robots. They are extremely routine because the enemy likes predictability. That's another way the enemy plays mind games. Is by having people develop a very strict uh, and, and I guess you could say stringent Okay, very stringent routine to where the enemy can know that, oh, okay, at this time of day, you're going to be doing this. At this time of day, they'll be doing this. That way he knows when to play his mind games. I'm going to let that sink in. Right? That's a big reasoning behind the enemy liking predictability because that way he'll know when he can play the mind games. Seeing beyond the physical, y'all, because if he knows... Remember, the enemy doesn't know what we don't speak. The enemy doesn't know when we move in silence. The enemy doesn't know unless we tell. Because the enemy cannot read our thoughts. And that's why we learn to be mindful when speaking and to whom we are speaking. And if we're speaking to one of these narcs that we have to have limited contact with, we're even more select. Okay, more selectful. With what we say and how we say it. Not walking on eggshells. Mm -mm 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 -mm. No. Just being mindful of what we're not turning over to them. Okay. We're not casting pearls before swine. So we're not telling them all that we're working on. You know. Again. As a reminder. When I was putting these podcast episodes together. That was between me and the Godhead. We were the only ones who knew. Okay. And then of course. Now YouTube. When I started uploading. <laughs> but. That, that, nothing, okay? You know, so, we learn. Alright? And that there's a lot of things out there. That are designed. To try and play those mind games. Because y'all want to know something? Those mind games that the enemy likes to play is all part of, I guess you could call it the, uh, confusion bundle. <laughs> if you will. Seriously. Because over time, those mind games, that's what it does. To keep people confused. Chasing their tail. And all of that's entertainment for the enemy. And so we're like, oh, no, we don't let them. Because we're not going to entertain the enemy demon spirit like that. God even tells us, and I'm paraphrasing, but God even tells us that we're not to do that. Okay, that we don't, no. We're, we're not to entertain those demonic things, no. All right. And then we also learn when they're trying to play mind games. And if it is in anything that they're trying to induce confusion with. Okay, so like that circular talk that they have. Well, let's say you're trying to have a conversation. You know, simple conversation with them. Because you got that limited contact, so they needed a ride somewhere. Okay. And then it's like, alright, so you take them. And then you have a short conversation going down the road, and they start playing the mind game. Trying to, you know, try, 
part of it, yeah, big time. Trying to claim they didn't say what they said. Trying to claim they didn't do what they did. When we know we saw what we saw. And yes, they did what they did. And we heard what we heard. Right? And, and they try to do that back and forth. And then try to tell us that we said or did something that we know we did not do or say. That's another way the enemy is playing mind games. Okay, by trying to convince us that we did or said something we know, know for a fact that we did not say or do. That's all part of the mind game package. And many of us, seriously, drop this in the comments below because I know I'm not alone. And now we understand why. Okay, because see, before God awakened us to and from the abuse, and we would have one of these narcissistic abusers do that, try to accuse us of doing and saying stuff we know that we didn't remember that 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 feeling it at the time it was it was that anger it was like it upset us a bunch to be accused of something we know we didn't say or do which is a natural reaction now we understand since we are awakened and aware of that and that it's a mind game now we're able to put all that away you know, we don't get angry about it anymore because we know what they're doing you know, oh, there's no reason to, to get upset now. But in the beginning, before we knew that that's what they were doing, it is a natural reaction to an abnormal circumstance. Because, after all, no one likes being falsely accused, right? Okay. But, the narcissistic abusers, they get very upset when we, you know, we bring it to their attention, their own bad behavior. They get offended and upset real quick. Okay, and that can be considered part of the mind game package as well. Okay, because that's something that we we come to learn and realize that they're not going to take accountability for it. They will deny it, deflect it, blame shift, what have you, or turn around and accuse us of doing what we just exposed about them. <laughs> that's pretty funny. <laughs> when you think about it, it really truly is. Because we're like, uh, no. Not going to work. This is why I've said that it's unfortunate we didn't sign up for it, but we end up taking on the parental role uh, in society because we realize that the narcissistic matrix is nothing but a big playground for a bunch of toddlers in adult bodies. There, I've said it. Because that's exactly what it is. You know, it's a playground for toddlers in adult, bo in adult bodies because that's all they want to do is, is play. They don't want to grow up. They don't want to mature. They don't want to put away their childish thing. They, yep, they don't. Because they want to keep getting what they want. They keep getting coddled and spoiled. Okay, on the societal level. And they don't even realize, a lot of them, that they are being narcissistically abused. Mm-hmm. On the societal level, they don't see it. They're blinded because of that trauma bond to whatever matrix they're trauma bonded to. Okay? So we learn. Ah, okay. Alright, so seeing more in the physical about, you know, out beyond the physical, excuse me. Alright, seeing more beyond the physical about the spiritual. Because we can start to see both. Okay? So, like I used that shopping cart analogy in the physical. Okay, so we get it. They hadn't sent anybody out yet to gather up the carts, right? Okay, that's the physical side of it. And that's about as far as it goes for the sleepers, y'all. Yep, that's all they're going to see. They're not going to know that in the spiritual, that's a trick of the enemy, a mind game. 
to make them get a big, big basket, eyes bigger than the stomach, to trick them into buying more than they need. That's mind games. Mind games, mind games, mind games. And it keeps them in with the scarcity mindset, the ism mindset. That's all part of it. Big one right there. So that they don't develop the abundant mindset. So they can see beyond the physical. If they get raised to spiritual body, except Jesus, 100% as their one and only Savior. Mm-hmm. If they would do that, and then, you know, get right with God. Oh, I would... Oh, yeah, there's a lot of them, y'all. Watch out for this. There's a lot of them that claim to be Christians out here. The narcs who are claiming to be Christian. And they're just they're just lukewarm. Okay? And, they're yeah, they're lukewarm. They don't realize that if if we're going to go with God and Jesus, got to be all in. Got to be all in. Can't have one foot in and, and one can't. No, I can't be lukewarm. Got to be all in. The Godhead or narcissism. All in, one or the other. You gotta make a choice. You can't, you know, that. that's why for many of us, as we were going through that awakening part of the journey over the rainbow, it did, it felt like we still, we had one foot in the perception management reality and one foot in God's reality. That is a natural part of the process. Okay, that has to happen. That's a natural part of the process. So for anybody who may be at that season, hang tight, hang tight. Because once God gets you over that rainbow, okay, and you'll get both feet into God's reality once you get to the other side. Got that regulation, maintaining that regulation, okay? Yes, nothing gets under your skin anymore. That's right. And you continue to seek ye first the kingdom of God. Keeping your thoughts on all things above with the almighty God. Okay, dwelling in the secret place of the Most High. Right, the both feet. I mean, we, we know we're still here in the physical. We have to navigate through. But once we have both feet in God's reality, we're able to do that. We're able to navigate through the fallen world a lot easier. Okay, so that's a big part of the process. You know, and then we start to see more in the spiritual. You know how the enemy will always play mind game to try and trick us into, again, thinking things are bigger than they really are, trick us in, try and trick us into playing ourselves, you know, offering out a reward, and then turning around and trying to take that reward back. That's how the enemy operates, y'all. Think about that for a second, okay? The enemy sends out some compensation for something. Then, you know, first, though, here's the mind game. First, they create the fear-mongering message, right? Get that floating out there. Okay, get that floating out there. Then, oh, but be and because of that fear-mongering narrative that is false, by the way, because of that fear-mongering narrative, right, as it goes around, the enemy goes, okay, well, here's some compensation. And then what do they do with that compensation? That's right. They go out and play themselves, and the enemy takes it right back. Ding, 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 ding. You know, I'm like, uh, hello. <laughs> we don't fall for that anymore. That, that's a, that's a classic mind game right there of the enemy. You get people, yes, to keep playing themselves. 
Right? That's the name, another name of the game in narcissism is to get people to play themselves. And that's how the enemy does it, through those mind games. Because after all, what is this? A spiritual battle for the mind, right? Because what a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So if they're living in fear, then they're going to go out and act on impulse. The enemy knows this, and that's why the enemy uses that. Okay, and he uses that cognitive distance as a weapon against humanity daily. I say that often for a reason because that's exactly what he does. That's why he needs to induce that confusion so that he can use that. All right, and have the world view blinders on them so that they don't realize that they're doing it to themselves. And that's because that's something we all come to realize right later on that whenever these narcs would dish out. Okay, let's just say evildoers will dish out that gaslight or what have you. We come to realize that it boomerangs because it no longer it no longer gets to us. We see what they're doing, and so it, I know, I know, I know. It's it's, it's an old um, old saying, you know. Their glue, we're rubber. What they say bounces off us and sticks to them, kind of thing. All right, same concept. That's exactly what happens because when we've got the armor of God on. Okay, and we can see what they're doing. They can no longer trigger us anymore because uh, it's nothing new under the sun. Which, you know, God tells us that for a reason, too. It's nothing new under the sun. The same old shenanigans over and over and over. And we're like, really? And, you know, I guess you could say we do kind of develop somewhat of a numbness to it. I mean, we sense it. But because we have control over our empathy, we have that control over ourselves now. Once we get that, then nothing they do can trigger us, okay? And also to go along with that, once we break that dependency on external validation, the enemy's mind games, we pick up on those a lot quicker, and we don't fall for them, and we're not going to let them in there. In other words, we don't internalize it. Don't let it confuse us. That's another thing, y'all, really, the crust of it right there is the enemy's mind games. Okay, because remember, he wants to get in there. He wants to get his demon spirit in there to play ping pong with your thoughts. And that's really what he wants. And we're like, no, it's not going to work. Okay, that's why, that's why we learn. Okay, that, ah, okay, subliminal messages, part of the mind games. Okay, and all of the things that don't match, you know, that inconsistency, you know, actions not matching words, that. It's part of the mind games, all right? And then in the spiritual, we sense, all right? We sense a lot when they're doing it. And we see it in some marketing, not all, okay? Marketing is beautiful when it is done peacefully. But the marketing that's not done peacefully, we start to see the narcissism in it. Absolutely. We start to see the narcissism in it. And to share with you all, yeah, there was an entity that was trying to do that. Trying to put me and the ministry up on a pedestal. And God quickly corrected them. <laughs> the love bombing not going to work. <laughs> Let's keep them there. You know, that's what I'm saying, y'all. That's what we learn. Is that the love bombing is not going to work. We go, mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, we see what you're trying to do. No, because they want to get us trauma bonded. I'm telling you. You know, seriously, let this sink in. That once we have a solid understanding of how that trauma bond is formed, what it's doing inside the brain and the body, 
We can sense it. Lickety split. When they start playing of mind game. Because after all, think about the cycle. Love bomb devalue. That push-pull. Constant playing mind game. That, that's a big part of it right there. That constant fluctuation and manipulation. Right? With, with the love bombing and the devals. And, the, you know, the backhanded compliments and gaslights and things like that. That's all part of the mind game. Okay? Because remember, they think at first, right? In the spiritual. And then they... Manifest it out into the physical. Right? Because they are casting spells on themselves. <laughs> Ultimately. We learn this. And that's when we go, oh. That's why we don't internalize it anymore. Because we realize that that narcissistic abuse they're dishing out. That's witchcraft. So we don't internalize it. Mm -mm. No. Okay? Because they're the ones who have already internalized it. They're just trying to cast that outward. To get us to do it. To keep us under a cloud of confusion. And never forget this, you all. The enemy will always try to put us back to sleep, but... <laughs> Silly narcs. God can see in the dark, too. You know, it is something else. And that is a metaphor as well, you all. I mean, after all, God created, you know, the days and the night, the earth. I mean, he created. <laughs> so, of course... You know, God sees all, all the time, because God is omnipresent. God is that God's spirit within. He sees all. He's everywhere. The enemy can't be everywhere because he's not omnipresent. He tries to mirror God and appear as though he's omnipresent. That's part of the mind games and the spiritual, too. Okay, yeah, trying, trying to trick people into thinking that he is everywhere. Oh, because he can't read our thoughts. He's the prince of the airwaves. Right? He, that's, how, that's how he tries to mirror God. And he, he can't do it. Because, guess what? He can't do it because all of us, okay? The chosen ones are going to be unique. However it is that God made us. We're going to be unique in God's image. There is no way... The enemy can mirror God because of each and every one of our unique characteristics, our unique attributes, our unique talent and gifts. There's no way the enemy can mirror every single one of us. Because he, he can't mirror God. He cannot mirror spirituality. We're big on that. He cannot. He, can, he tries, but he can't. Okay? And that's the thing we come to realize. All he's got is those mind game. That's it. Once you get to that point when you realize that that's all he's got. And that when he realizes he's not going to get control of one of our minds. He's going to throw a temper tantrum. Oh and he'll turn around and try again. <laughs> uh, remember because just like the narcissistic abusers. The enemy is the epitome of the definition of insanity. Also try to do the same thing, expecting different results. Well, you know, not gonna work. <laughs> not on God's chosen ones. Not the more aware we become, because we can see we see through the shenanigans. And also, real quick, that future faking that they do to try to paint in the spiritual, right? And the thoughts. Remember, thoughts are spiritual. So, in the spiritual, you know, that future faking that. Fairy tale fantasy that tried to paint in the spiritual. That's what those were all mind games as well. 
And so we realized, oh, yeah, okay, that the enemy, no, the narcs never intended to follow through with any of that. They just like the idea. So that's the other thing we come to realize. They, they play these mind games, and they like the idea of the fantasy, but they don't want to actually make that happen. They don't want to actually, because it's not real anyway, they can't. Okay, y'all? That's just the reality that we come to realize. As true seekers, we come to realize that that's just the way it is. And that, you know, all of that stuff that they future faked about was just to play mind games. That's it. And so, okay. It just makes it easier for us to overcome that part of the process. So that we realize, ah, okay, yeah, that's not how it really works. <laughs> that's not how it works in God's reality. No, it's not. <laughs> All right, everybody, as always, if you've got any questions, you know where to reach me. I am Michelle Dickey, your host for CHA's Truth Seeker Podcast on the YouTube channel, Narcissism and Cognitive Dissonance. Sending love and light to all fellow warriors. Thank you for watching, listening, and for your support. Till next time, let's show some gratitude to the Heavenly Father. And you keep being you. In Jesus' name, amen.